Welcome to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William, featuring award-winning financial advisor and former host of the Sunday Money Show, News Talk 1010, Paul Baraka and his associate advisor, William Baraka. Creating and keeping wealth does not need to be complicated. Paul and William will cut through confusing and contradictory financial advice to give you the real facts to help you invest better and enjoy a worry-free retirement. The views and opinions expressed in this video may not necessarily reflect those of IPC Securities Corporation. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Well, welcome everyone to episode 21 of Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that's dear to to most people's hearts anyways, the pros and cons of retiring early. Topic a lot of people think about. And the interesting thing about it is that retirement planning is a fairly new idea. I mean, if you look a couple of generations ago, people didn't last much longer than age 65. So you really didn't have to think about retirement planning that much. It didn't make much of a difference. Now, today, very, very different. According to uh, pension actuary Moreau Chappelle, the average man today, age 65, has a 50-50 chance of reaching 90. And, and what that means is if you're going to retire, plan to retire you know, around 60, you could have almost half of your adult life in retirement. I don't yeah. want to leave half of my adult life up to chance anyway, William. Well, I think just on that, on the longevity point, Paul, people misinterpret that because I think the average life expectancy in Canada is, I forget what, but exactly, but for a man and a woman, it's somewhere between 81 and 83 or so. But like you said, if you've already reached age 65, yes. then you have a much greater chance. You've already made it that far. So chances are you're relatively healthy. Um, so you, like you said, you have a much greater chance of living into your 90s. Bingo, bingo. And you know, I think, I don't know about you, uh, from our business, I don't think people have given a lot of thought about what they're going to do in retirement. And it's not really a five or 10 minute question. It's something that takes some thought. I mean, you know that we bring our clients through a process called retirementality, and we ask them to take some time and, and say, come up with the three most important things that are really important that you're passionate about during retirement. And my sense is that the three things that they think they are very passionate about at the beginning of the process might be different at the end of the process. It's not something you can do in five or 10 minutes. Yeah. You can't, you can't do it just off the top of your head. You need to have goals based thinking. You need to really spend some time with it. Like Morningstar, the research firm did a a paper on this in 2019 called uh, Mining for Goals. And their Mm -hmm. study showed that if you just ask someone off the top of your head, what are your goals? It didn't give, uh, more often than not, they didn't disclose their real goals. And it wasn't on purpose, but it's just because we've been through this before in past episodes on biases that all humans have. Um, But things like recency bias would come into play. So for example, if you happen to be at a a housewarming party or something like that the, the other night, you might just say off mm-hmm. the top of your head, oh, I want to buy a newer and bigger house, something like that. 
Yeah. Um, but they found that um, if you actually use what we call a master list of goals, which we use as well with our clients, uh, the what's important to you checklist, if you list a whole list of goals and you went through it like that with it in front of you, rather than just doing it off the top of your head, Morningstar found that 73% of participants in their study change their goals when going through this list and actually taking some time to do it rather versus just doing it off the top of their head. Yeah, it takes some time. And of course, you know, there's theory versus reality. And the theory is people will kind of say off the top of their head, I want to retire as soon as I can. I want to sit on the beach in Jamaica and drink margaritas, or I want to spend all day in the golf course. But in reality, that's for the great majority of people, that's not going to be a satisfying retirement. You need more. You need more. And and the reality is, is that when people working, work provides a structure for them, a social and a structure. When people retire early, they can get bored. And we've seen many of our clients, once they retire, they retire early. They want to go back to work. They want to do something. And of course, the other thing is they're not used to spending that much time with their spouse or partner. That could be good or bad. The other things, you know, do you have enough money to retire? Uh, Having all that free time, you may start to overspend. So, you know, there's some questions that you probably want to ask yourself. I mean, well, Paul, just just on that before you go on, like I know both of our a book we both read is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And he was um, a prisoner of war in the Auschwitz uh, concentration camp. And he did this great book, one of the most famous books of all time, Yeah, uh, yeah. where he showed he was able to get through the concentration camps, essentially, mainly because he had a broader purpose. He had a purpose in life um, where he wanted to finish his memoirs after hopefully one day he got out of that concentration camp. So he had a purpose in life that kept him mm-hmm. going. And he contrasted that to other people in the camps who just withered away, essentially, because they didn't have their own purpose. They didn't have their own meaning for life. So to bring that back to retirement, again, if you, if you don't have a purpose beyond just sitting on a beach or, or golfing every day, uh, retirement probably won't be as pleasant for you. Yeah, I heard a, a quote one time that I think is, is incredibly accurate. And people ask, you know, what's the meaning of life? And the meaning of life is a life of meaning. And that plays exactly to what you're saying, William. And I think there's massive, massive truth in that. So, you know, if we look at some of the advantages, let's talk about the advantages and disadvantages. And by the way, some of the disadvantages of retiring early, uh, one of the ones based on some research, I think people are going to be surprised about. But let's, you know, let's talk about advantages first. I mean, you can say goodbye to deadlines and office politics and bosses. You have more time to do the things that you want, you know, whether it's you have hobbies, travel, whatever it is, less stress. I know we have we have several clients that retired early. And what they often say is, you know, Paul, even though I'm not working now, my day is full and I don't know how I found time to live before having to go to work every single day. So, again, there's there can be a lot of advantages of early retirement, but at the same time, you know, there can be some real disadvantages, you know, but do you have enough money? 
have you planned? And by the way, we talked about that before. Your retirement could be half of your adult life. If you haven't planned for it, you know, it might not be that well. You want to plan for what we call critical financial events. So do you have enough money to do the things that are unexpected, but we know will happen? Uh, could there be healthcare expenses? What about your kids? They get into trouble. Do you want to be able to help them? People get divorced. People get into financial issues. But I think the most important one, I was listening to a TED Talk uh, just a few days ago. And on that, there was a psychologist named Susan Pinker. And what she did, she talked about how women generally last, you know, five, six, seven, eight years longer than men in virtually every part of the world, except one place. And what they found, this place where men live the same length of time as women. And in this place, there were six times as many centurions, and centurion is someone who lives to 100 or longer, as in North America or in Europe, six times longer. And that place is a mountainous, a remote mountainous area in Sardinia. And Sardinia is uh, the large island off of Italy. And it, they looked at a, a town in there, and the research was done by a Brigham Young University researcher. And by the way, this town is an old town and very compact. It's like you're looking out of your washroom window and 20 feet is your neighbor's washroom window. Very close. And what they found, they studied people in this town over seven years. And they want to find out why. Why do people live so long here? Why do men live as long as women? And they looked at things like diet, exercise, marital status. Do you smoke? Do you drink? And all those things had a bearing. And they looked at these people for seven years. But the biggest item that created longer life was not any of those things. It's not whether you smoke, whether you drank, whether you exercised, none of that. The biggest thing by far, the two most biggest items that helped people live longer were having close personal relationships and having social integration. In other words, the thing that often you have through your work that may all of a sudden get, you get divorced from immediately when you retire. And according to this research, that's what helped people live. So that's what helped keep men live as long as women and help the fact that there are so many people in this little town that live past a hundred. Were the women happy died. about that? Well, that depends on which woman you're talking with, I guess. I, I don't know, I wasn't there. But I found that very interesting. And uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. And by the way, they also looked at uh, saying, okay, social integra integration, does that include spending time online? I says, no, it's very, very different time online versus sitting across the table from someone and having time a conversation. Does the opposite. I think we all know it makes you, it's quite the opposite. Yeah. So, you know, Again, I think that's probably not a bad time just to summarize things there. So, you know, in terms of early retirement, can be very good if you're prepared financially. If you keep busy at the things you love and you have a lot of social interaction. By the way, just talk about, we have one of our clients who moved up, uh, up north, just north of Aurelia. And he lives alone, or he lived alone. He had a very good size home. He keeps himself busy. I visit him. And he built himself a big pizza oven. I mean, this is a full-size one. And then he built 
a 20-foot boat. Like this took a couple of years. And there's a man who's very happy. He's mid-70s uh, because he had things to do that were he was passionate about. And also he had his daughter and uh, her new uh, husband and their baby come and live in the basement. So he had the social interaction. And he's a very successful retiree. So that's what's the good things about retirees. And you can say, well, the things that aren't good is if you don't have that purpose and you haven't prepared financially, if you don't have goals, if you don't have that purpose in life. So that's probably not a bad time to, to end things up for today. Again, if you like what you heard, hey, please rate us. Please subscribe. Please pass this on to other interested parties. Our next podcast. Hey, this is a fun one. Five estate planning mistakes that could make your family miserable if you make it. And this is something for every person in life. So join us for the next uh, the next episode. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about that. And just to leave us off, you know, I found there's two. There's, I read this the other day. There's two regrets in life. The first regret is not starting things in the past that you know you needed to do. And the second is not starting things now that you know in the future you'll wish you had. So again, for yourself, if you're not planned for retirement, if you're not comfortable where you're going in your financial life, hey, start a conversation with us. Send us an email at info at westendwealth.com, info at westendwealth.com. See you next time, everyone. This podcast was brought to you by West End Wealth Planning, an award-winning wealth planning practice catering to small and medium-sized business owners and to those looking to create a worry-free retirement for themselves and their families. To learn more, go to westendwealth.com. Don't forget to rate this podcast and subscribe to Retirement Straight Talk with Paul and William by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.